I have never slept so well on a fight week in my life. Thank you, God, for UFC Singapore. I didn't get back on sleeping schedule last week at all after the pay-per-view, after we did the Ring Around MMA show. So this week, to have a show that was finished before some Premier League games kicked off was absolutely unbelievable. Oh, the crack is back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I'm just... Um, I'm overawed by the situation I was in this week. And again, it will be this weekend too with UFC Paris. It is not a late event at all. It's fantastic. And we have Reese McKee and Kaylin Lockern on the card. Unbelievable. I mean, this really crept up on me. Although I knew what the date was, I just, I feel like this just crept up out of nowhere. Um, we have Reese on the show today and I'm absolutely buzzing for the guy. I mean, the hardships he had to overcome to get back into this situation. For a long time, people thought it wasn't happening. The amount of people, and we talked about this the last time Reese was on with him, the amount of people that contacted me and were like, oh, it's not going to happen. He's not going to get signed again. I got a lot of those phone calls for a long time. And obviously, I wasn't ringing Reese and saying, hey, Reese, you're not going to get signed again, mate. But, you know, uh, you know, you hear a lot of this stuff, and, you know, a lot of times it doesn't come to fruition. But, you know, you were worried given that first thing with the UFC and how cold blooded it all seemed. Like, you know, short notice debut against Hamzat Shemoyev. I mean, literally five days notice or something. And then his reward for taking that is a fight against a perennial ranked dude in Alex Morono. Like, who, who took out Anthony Pettis, I think, in the fight after his meeting with Reese. Like, it was, it was a crazy, crazy hard schedule they gave him. And then he was out the door. And it felt like we never... Like, even though the, the Morono fight I thought was fantastic, we just felt like we never really got to see what Reese is capable of. But since then, I mean, he, you see a lot of guys leave the UFC and they just don't look the same. They, they've lost their zeal. They've lost their love for the game because they made it to where they always wanted to be and it just didn't go the way they wanted to. Everything they had geared their life towards, you know, did not go the way they had planned. So, you know, I see a lot of guys, they get that first stint in the UFC and afterwards, it's just not the same guy. He was the opposite, dude. Three fights, three finishes. Mantekevi, Borlinson, who was considered, you know, one of the great UK prospects. And then Jim Wallhead, a UK legend. Like, I mean, he took, he took on fights across the gamut with all different types of guys and, and he was fantastic. I had the pleasure of being at the Justin Borlinson fight. It was magic. The crowd in Belfast was just magic. The whole event was just, it was absolutely quality. I didn't get to the Jim Wallhead one because it was, it was my brother Stags that night. So I couldn't uh, dip out of that one. But it was a fantastic fight. You know, he's got a baby on the way. I mean, it's all, everything is looking great for Reese McKee. Um, absolutely delighted to speak to him again today. Absolutely delighted that we have an early UFC card this weekend. Reese reckons he'll be doing, done at half five, six. Fantastic. And he's the underdog. So what a moment this is for him. I'm delighted he's got this opportunity. He absolutely deserves all of the good fortune that comes his way. He's an absolute gentleman. Here's Reese Skeletor McKee. He is back on the crack. He is one of Irish MMA's most beloved fighters. It is Reese McKee, and he returns to the UFC this weekend in Paris. How good does that sound, Reese? There was a long time there where. We didn't know if this moment would come around, and now here we are knocking on the door of it. Yeah, I think we're all the same. Like we were waiting when this was going to be, and now it's you know it's fight week. So uh, fight week is always nice, but it's even nicer when it's in the UFC. So it's uh, exciting times again. You seem so chilled out. 
I mean, are, are you are you shocked by how chill you are in this situation? Now, I've fought, I've talked to you on Fight Week many times, but this is a this is a big big moment in your career. Do you does it feel any different for you? You know what, it doesn't, and that that's what I was about to say. Like people were saying to me, I was at a fight show yesterday, and they said, you know, are you are you not even excited and stuff like that? I think it can get confused. Like I've had a lot of big nights and a lot of big fight fields, and I I really do feel like. This is just another another fight for me, another step in my career. And I don't feel um, you know, I don't wake up in the middle of the night with butterflies or anything like that. Does that mean I'm not excited? Absolutely not. It just means it's different. You know, I'm used to this, I'm expectant of this, and I know this is the the league that I need to be fighting in. So um, you know, I I'm just not surprised that I'm here. Do you think those last few fights were a good preparation for this moment again? Because of like there were you and huge spots you kind of carrying these cards they were really really tough fights in front of big crowds and i felt like you were nearly fighting with a chip on your shoulder like you were kind of going i should be back there and you could kind of see it in your performances and it was really cool to watch do you think that was a good preparation for this second stint now in the ufc yeah for sure like my last two at one that you know at the headline for the world title in belfast the headline defense against jimmy in dublin like they are massive nights and and they were the type of fights like if he lost, it was a huge step back. But if he won, it was like, yeah, well, of course he was going to win because he, he should be in the UFC kind of thing. So, you know, I feel like I do have a chip on my shoulder, but not in the way that, that it actually means. I feel like, you know, I, I'm ready to show the world, but I don't have any issues with a chip on my shoulder and like that. Like, you know, I have a point to prove, but it's to myself, really, more than anything. Mm. It's um, it's interesting now with you and Kalen on this card. Do you get on with Kalen? Like, do you have a relationship with him? I think we talked about Tiernan before, right? He trains in FAI too, right? Yeah, true with Tiernan. So I know Kalen a bit less, um, but obviously Irish MMA will always stay in touch, you know? So like I've, I've chatted to him a good bit since, you know, he got signed also and he was at a show we were at. So we, yeah, we know each other and he's a good lad. He's funny. Do you get that kind of Team Ireland buzz? Like going into this, like a, a lot of people are talking about this. You guys all seem to be really positive about each other. And I, I think the previous generation were back in 2015, but the, I don't know. I just get a feeling of more so solidarity here. I know there's more different teams represented than usual. Do you get that kind of feeling like this is a rising tide for all the people on the island at the moment? Yeah, I do. I do for sure. And not just me and Caelan, but all the ones who have, you know, maybe had their fights or have or having their fights or waiting to get signed, whatever the situation is. Like, I feel like we all are a team at the minute. You know, everybody knows it's like, you know, you don't lose any power from giving, bringing someone a bit of praise as well. And, you know, if we're all in the same hymn sheet, then it's going to be better. But, you know, it is nice for a four pars to be me and Caelan. Like, you know, I know for sure we're going to toast again us after. So, um. That'll be special, you know, and it's um I do feel that that Irish wave, yeah. Yeah, it's actually I think, you know, the cage warriors element of this, I, I think this isn't said enough. Like you've kind of restored their brand here. You know, in a way, like I know it was always big, they have a they have a great history with Irish fighters, but you headlining those cards, I feel, has put them on a par with say Bellator was here and they did so well with those SPG cards they were doing. You kind of with your main events, you allowed them to also plant their flag here again and we see this conveyor belt now of Irish talent coming through I just don't think that's said enough like without you being in those big spots they couldn't have done what they have done now yeah and it's funny you know everybody was starting to talk about cage wars not being the path anymore and then all of a sudden you know yeah I was one of them 
I'd be lying if there was times that you weren't in that yourself and you were wondering, like, flip, I wonder, is this this wave over? Um, but you just had to had to stay, you know, optimistic and positive that it would come. And before we know it, now Cage Wars is being rebranded again as as that strongest strongest route to the UFC. So, but yeah, for me to be the man, you know, that that planted that flag. What is it? The Neil Armstrong guy. I'm like the Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I, I was gonna say like. Is there anything you'd say to Kylan? Like, I, I mean, I know, I know it's, uh, you know, you're coming into this big moment too, but for him to be doing this the first time around, I think you've got a bit of an edge because you've been there and you've done it before. And I know it was a different kind of game at the time because it was Fight Island and all that stuff. But if you could give him one bit of advice, what would you say to Kylan? Yeah, well, funny, Kylan in a similar position I was in when I had my first, I fought Hamza and we opened the main card. Um, yes. You know, so it's very easy. Like, there's going to be he he'll have little things to do this week that I don't have to do because he's on the main and I'm in the prelims. But like, it, it's to remember that you're there to fight, you know, and and you're there for for a war. And I, and I know he's incredibly clued into all this, but I mean, you asked the question, so I'm going to answer. Um, I think the more he can remember that he's in a fight, and you know, sleep when you need to sleep, you know, eat when you need to eat, um, train when you need to train. Just don't let any of the media or the fluff of the UFC become before what's actually important because, and this is where I think the power is, this feels the same as when I fought Jimmy in Dublin or Justin in Belfast. You know, I don't feel any difference in terms of a of a fight week here. Um, it'll feel different tomorrow when I'm in Paris for sure, but, you know, the bread and butter was the same. I'm going to step in the cage on, on Saturday night and, and get, get that win. How do you deal with the, the fact that you know, the, the first one ended so prematurely, like the, the first stint, and we were all very disappointed for you in that situation. You had to fight back to get there. There was times when people were saying, you know, will this even happen? We were all really hoping and praying it would, and now it has. But is it, impo- is it impossible to approach this and not kind of think, this might be my last chance here? And do um, you think about that? If this is my last chance. There's no, you know, there is no, this could be like who, you know, it's nice to come back and get signed again, but nobody does it twice. Um, So like, no, I'm fine with that too. And like, this is, again, this is the whole reason that I climbed that mountain again to get back. Cause I know I'm that level. I know I'm world-class uh, and Saturday night is just the first chance for me to show everyone. And um, this run is going to be a long time. This is no, this isn't going to be anything short. You know I mean? I'm going to finish my career in the UFC here. Um, You know, and wherever that takes, eight nine five six years who knows where it'll go um i'm just going to climb to be that number one guy in the world and listen if i didn't think you know we can all think about oh what if this happens what if that well what if it all goes well because at the minute everything's going pretty well i do feel like it's going to go very well I, i i just think you've become a different animal in that time i think it actually fortified you i think every time i've seen you fight since um you know the the situation with the ulc came to an end I was looking at a completely different guy and every time you improved and I think you, you feel like you're a very different guy now too. Like I just know, I just, just know it's so different. Like I really did the first time the UFC came, like I really did feel I was ready. Like I, I was really probably naive. Like I've never went into as much detail about how much I wasn't training for Hamza. Like I mean, I I was pulled off the sofa pretty much. Like I like I we weren't training. It was it was them times. So I'd done it anyway. I was like I was a bit naive. I was like I'm gonna go in and knock whoever out. And then we done the Murano one. I had you know COVID two weeks before. I was like it's grand that I can still go in here and do it. I was training in my living room for two weeks. Like 
let's say I haven't improved as a fighter and I only got a full camp with with all my training partners, it already would have been massive circumstances. Then you add it in that I've actually up leveled, you know, brought in more training partners, um, actually developed with new coaches and all this stuff. It's like it's not even chalk and cheese because it's like there's so many things that have changed. Like, but uh, like it's just you know what it's easy like it's easy for me to say how different it is, but the performances are showing and they'll continue to show how different it is. How much do you watch Lusa before these fights? I know you had a tape day. We were talking, we were texting there a while back when you had a you you sat down with your coaches and you watched a few of these guys' fights. How much do you watch him beyond that or do you leave that up to your coaches to come to you and tell you what to prepare for? Well, again, this is another thing that's changed. I used to not. I used to never watch tape. You know, I'll be grand. I'll be fine. You know. Some guys don't like it though, right? Like some, I know some really high level fighters that are like, I, I just don't like to watch tape because it, it kind of makes you fascinated on all the, the best points of the guy you're going to fight. And yeah. well, for these people, they were saying to me, you know, it, it can actually play in your mind a bit too much if you watch too much of it. What, what way do you feel about it? It used to make me really uncomfortable watching people. Like I used to think, you know, I just watched it and it could be the type of guy you watch and you don't think about it. But then when you're fighting him, you're like, oh, well, he does this well and he does this. So I used to never do it. But now again, since UFC, why would I not take that extra time watching the tape to gain any advantage whatsoever? And all you're looking for is tendencies. You know, I'm not watching Lucas fight and being like, well, he does this and he does this every single time because he doesn't. He's an athlete. He's also hasn't fought in a wee while. So, you know, I have to have the regard that he's in the gym bettering himself and he's going to come out as a completely different fighter. But we've watched a lot of tape and I'm going to continue to watch a lot of tape this week. Again, looking for reads, looking for tendencies um, and just anything we can pick up on. But again, he could be a completely different fighter. And the only thing we've took care of, we're prepared for the best fighter in the world. And, you know, if it wasn't listening, it was someone else we'd be ready to. I'm shocked that you're an underdog in this fight. I, I like looking at your record record. So beside, like considering the guys that you're putting away here, I was only told about this yesterday and I was like, uh, uh um, a very feverish better of MMA got onto me to tell me, oh my God, Reese McGee's an underdog here. Have you heard anyone say this to you? Like, were you aware of this before you spoke to me? Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, and it's funny because well, I was I was an underdog in Justin fight as well. Um, you know, I'd be, people keep you up to loop on when you're an underdog and when you're not. So <laughs> Apologies. Like, oh, no, it's fine. People let you know, but it's, it's all fluff too. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's easy to call me the underdog here when you, when you look at the circumstance, you know, oh, well, this kid's just coming back for a second run. I get it. Like, I love the storyline for, for that. Um, it's a better dream, though, I'll tell you that. And the money should be lumped on. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's, a yeah, what do you do with all that stuff? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I was thinking, I was actually debating whether I should ask you that. I felt it was a bit rude, but I mean, I know you well enough to know that it's coming from a good place. But <laughs> and it's like, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, they're probably based off some generator, do you know what I mean? But I, I was kind of surprised too, because I'm coming in off a free fight win streak, you know, a lot of finishes, more experience, but again, it's a better dream. What way do you see it going then, Reese? I know this is the most cliche question to ask, but you, you're pretty good with this kind of stuff. I mean, you have you have got them all right the last few ones when, you, when you've told me so far. So what way do you see it going with a guy like Lusa? Yeah, I feel like this is the next chapter, do you know what I mean? This is... um. This is going to be an evolved performance. You know, it's I done good work against Jimmy. You know, a really calculated, uh, disciplined performance, and I think that's the route to victory here. Um, but it's going to go up a notch. You know, we've a few few tricks in our arsenal for this one. Um, a few things people are going to see that they probably haven't expected to see. 
again, I've upskilled so much in the last 12 weeks um, that I'm just ready to show the world and and that's it. But I have a really calm, clear conscience going into this and it's it's going to be special. Well, I'm absolutely buzzing for your Reese. I'm so happy to see you back here. You deserve this so much. You're one of the best fighters this island ever produced and I can't wait to see you get the chance to go back in there in the UFC where you belong this Saturday. And I'd just like to tell any of the listeners, if you have any knowledge of nice Guinness in Paris, please let Reese and Kalen know. We had a few people get onto Kalen last time when he was in Rome, but they want the whereabouts of a nice point for their post-fight celebrations. Is that accurate? That's accurate. You know what? We were in Paris a wee while ago, and I don't think the Guinness was too was too hot. So <laughs> I'm very, very open to hear them recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Reese, have a ball, mate. Enjoy every second of it. Um, we're all buzzing for you, and I can tell you the island is very, very excited for you and for what you're about to do on Saturday. So thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Pizza. Big thank you to Reese McKee. Great to speak to him ahead of this fight with Ange Lusa. I mean, this this card this weekend is really fun, for especially for the Cage Warriors people who've been watching Cage Warriors for so long. Morgan Charrier, Kalen's on the card. I mean, this is a really good buzz. It's going to be great. It's going to be early. I really like it. I like that Benoit Saint-Denis fight with Thiago Moises as well. Man on Fiero against Rose Namajunas. Like, we were just talking to Reese about being the underdog. Is it not crazy that Rose Namajunas is the underdog in this fight? I know she's been away for a long time. Thug Rose, and I know she, you know, she's coming off the loss to Asparza, which was a, a strange fight, absolutely. But look at the two fights before that. She like stopped Wiley Zhang, who's now Zhang Wiley. I always get it wrong. I'm sorry. Who is now considered the best pound for pound female fighter in the world? She beat her twice. I know one was a split, but still, man on Fiero. She just doesn't have the body of work. Now she looks class. She'll be the hometown favorite, obviously, but I just don't. I don't put her wins over Chukagan or Moya anywhere near Rose Namajunas' body of work. Obviously, it's a new weight class. I don't know, man. just seems crazy to me. It's a weird, weird situation. But I really like the card. I mean, Tom Aspinall should be there showing up to uh, point his finger in the chest of Cyril Gann and Sergei Spivak. Interesting. But yeah, I really like the card. And it just feels like this magic time for Irish MMA. You know, like I can't believe how quickly this crept up. Ian Gary is back in Dublin. I think I'm going to be seeing him tomorrow. We'd love to get his take on this. I love the fact that this collective is happening and everyone has each other's back. I know I say it all the weekend. You're pro- I mean, every weekend, you're probably getting very annoyed at me for saying it all the time, but it really does warm my heart. I've seen Angelusa fight a few times and I think he's a, he's a great style for Reese. I really do. He's as tough as old boots. I mean, he went the distance with Jack Della Maddalena on the Contender Series two years ago. I saw that fight. I mean, Jack Della, a fantastic talent. Um, obviously, be a great feather in the cap if Reese was able to put him on. And we know we have, we know where uh, Reese has that touch of death. He is absolutely capable of doing something like that. But again, not an easy fight. I do think it's crazy he's the underdog. I just think people should be riding wins over Burlinson. And Jimmy Wall had a lot higher than that. Kalen's one is, is, is a weird one because it's Yanis Gamori. And a lot of people know too much about that guy. So he's from Brave. I believe he's a champion in Brave. Maybe not. Maybe I'm incorrect on that. But, you know, Brave has obviously produced some great fighters too with Hamzat Shemaev and guys like that. Mohamed Makayev. 
So it is a good, good pedigree he's coming from, but uh, Kalen, a heavy favorite in that one. Man, it's just, it's going to be great. I mean, I think it suits these guys down to the ground as well, that they don't have to travel that far. Um, Obviously, Yanis Gamori is French, so, I mean, <laughs> he's not going to be traveling far either, but I think it is incredibly beneficial that the lads don't have to do a lot of travel. It obviously affects your weight cut a lot, things like that. But it's it's another fantastic weekend for Irish MMA, hopefully. Two wins here, and, you know, it feels like Dublin... It's just a formality when they announce it. I think they're going to go... Like, I mean, we're all talking as if it's definitely going to happen. We we know that Dana has now said, following Ian's fight, that he would like to do it. A lot of people are talking about, oh, they should do the they should do the Dublin card on March instead of the London one. But why not? Like, it's going to be the 10-year anniversary of the most famous card ever in Ireland on in July of next year. Just do it in July. We don't need it in March. We really don't. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I would keep them all off the London card and do the July card in uh in dublin maybe that's a bit of a stretch but um that'd be great and of course we have Kiefer now as well which was announced we have to get him on too see it's just all happening so quickly i barely remember to say anything about Kiefer. look i'll talk about that more um on the show on thursday and i will be talking to caitlin lockham by the sounds of things so fingers crossed that comes together um let's hope it does and thank you very much wasn't it lovely to sleep this weekend Look forward to another nice sleep this weekend. Lots of love. See you on Thursday. Bye.